it was just such a punch in the gut. Like, imagine listening as a child to your father, like, talk about this conception dream that he had to, like, relatives and friends, and they look at you, and Korean people have no, like, tact, so they would be like, oh, you do look like a little, like, white baby piglet, and I was like, oh my god, so that has always been traumatic for me, but it's okay. Now I'm sharing it for the benefit of comedy. It's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Get into it. We're back. We're fresh. We're ready for season two. So I want to say to everyone listening, welcome back to Agul Podcast, a comedy podcast where three friends from Harvard bring their surprising facts or popular misconceptions about the world. As previous listeners will know, Agul is like a unique Korean exclamation signaling pain, disappointment, or even surprise. It's kind of like oof or like damn or aya but like cooler and um for season two we're revamping i go podcast and bringing you new facts that surprise you or we're busting popular misconceptions that we're disappointed people still believe in so uh, we hope you guys can keep tuning in yeah so today's theme is about korea so as long-time listeners will know uh, we all kind of met each other in korean class at harvard uh, so we, today's theme is about Korea. Shot for every time we say Korean <laughs> Yeah, we can have an IG drinking game. Uh, but anyways, Mona, what's something that brought you pain, disappointment, or surprise this week regarding Korea? That dreams, I guess. Not within, like, not only within my own family, but within, like, Korea have, like, really significant meanings. So mm. I've been telling, like, these guys, like, there's, um, <laughs> these guys, oh, you guys, <laughs> that there's this thing called, like, Taewong, and it's, like, the translation, I think, is, like, conception dream, but it's basically, like, a woman or, like, any close friends or family members can have, like, dreams that will, like, predict that you're pregnant, and then it'll say, like, things about your pregnancy. So, like, I want to know if your guys', like, parents had Taewongs of you or, like, your siblings that they told you about, and I can tell you guys about, like, my mom's dreams, but yeah, I guess that's where we're starting off, is that fun fact, is that, I don't know, dreams can predict pregnancies. Yeah, I love this, mostly because my Taewong story is so traumatic. I hate, like, I, like, both love and hate talking about it. Um, so, here's mine. My, uh, the Taewong for, like, when I was, I guess, conceived... Um, actually came to my dad, Ooh. which first thing, like, I was, made me sad, because I was like, I want my mom <laughs> to have a dream, since she was the one who carried me for nine months, but anyway, so, um, he had it, and then, you guys, you guys, <laughs> okay, let's contextualize this by saying I've always been kind of a chubby, like, person, I have, like, a bigger skeletal structure than my little sister, for example, and my mom, um, and as a kid, like, I never really lost, like, the baby fat. Um, so I was always like, even like when I was like six, I remember being self-conscious about my body. And so every time I heard the story from my dad, I got really pissed because his Temung was like, (laughs) it was a white pig, (laughs) a white piglet. Whoa, that is so rude. That is literally so rude. Like the sheer rudeness. And the thing that really got me was like, I've always also been like both. I guess praised, but also made fun of for how pale my skin is. Like it, it depends on um who who it is. Like some people have been like, oh, it's like really good. And some people are like, ill. Like you look like you're about to disappear into a white hole. 
Who are those people? Let me leave them one star reviews wow. on their Apple Podcast page because we don't need them. Yeah, in our lives. oh my god, watch out! I'm gonna take your reviews. Anyway, so I was like, it was like two <laughs> things that I was like kind of insecure about, and they came together in this conception dream, and I just, it was just such a punch in the gut. Like, imagine listening as a child to your father like talk about this conception dream that he had to like relatives and friends, <laughs> and they look at you, and Korean people have no like tact. So they would be like, oh, you do look like a little, like, white baby piglet. And I was like, oh, my God. So that, that's always been traumatic for me, but it's okay. Now I'm sharing it for the benefit of comedy. <laughs> yeah, it don't have a purpose. It's, if it's any consolation, piglet from Winnie the Pooh is, like, really, really cute. True, true. It doesn't have to be, like, an yeah. ugly pig. Pigs are cute, like teacup pigs. Also, I think it's, like... Koreans are like very superstitious, so they have like a whole host of like which dreams correlate to like which meaning. And I think if like a pig appears in your dream, it means like you're gonna be rich or something like that. From like my vague recollections. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is like a good sign, you know? It's all about the long game. When we're like, you know, that's all true. and none of it matters, but you know, money always matters. Like that's when it'll kick in. <laughs> that's true. I know that if you dream of like poop, it means you'll like win the lottery. Like I swear yeah. my mom will tell me that. She's like, yo, like if you dream of poop, like you gotta too. go buy a lottery ticket. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like weird where good things in dreams are actually bad and like bad things are good. But in addition, um, how does it, so I was already like, wow, this is a really crappy <laughs> conception dream. And then that's, also, like, next to the fact that my, for my little sister, who, again, is very, like, skinny and pretty or whatever, <laughs> blah, 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 um, my mom had the dream for her, and it's her, it's, like, one of her favorite stories to tell to this day, because my mom was, like, dreaming, she was walking along the street, and then she, like, went up to this fruit vendor, and the fruit vendor was, like, oh, what would you like, and she was, like, I'd like a peach, and, like, please pick, like, the prettiest peach you have, and so she told that story all the time, and my little sister like i was the prettiest bitch <laughs> oh you literally you know it's so rough when your parents will talk about like your siblings and like but not you like they had like choices to talk about and they're like they specifically choose this child anyways so there's a whole host of correlations between like animals or like yeah or like other kind of you know dream events and they're correlated to like meanings in real life but my mom dreamt about a koala uh, which is like not t- traditional Korean animals, uh, so I I don't know like what that means. My mom doesn't mm. know what that means, because um, it's like not a Korean, like traditional Korean animal. And maybe it's just like the fact that you know, like I was in like I'm Australian, she was in Australia, and yeah, maybe it means nothing more than that. But yeah, no Korean superstition will tell me. That's so cute. Maybe it just means that you're like. A true blue Aussie, yeah. yeah. Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. <laughs> Maybe it means I'll be living here forever, which I hope doesn't happen. You don't want to live in Australia forever? I mean, not forever. <laughs> Where do you want to go? I don't know. Like, maybe, like, Korea or US or... Like for, like Dude, if you go to the States, in order to get married, you'd have to get, like, a K-1 visa. That's the 90-day fiancé visa. <laughs> And then you could get on 90 Day Fiance. Oh my god, Josh, come to the States. I'm literally so ready. I am so ready for you to apply to 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Maybe you'll see me on some different Friday show. Wait, I love it, Josh. Like, 
Mona could be the Chris to your Kim Kardashian. <laughs> this Man-ish. could be your beginning. Oh my god! What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? She could be your momager. Mom, momager. Oh my god, you switched to the American accent to say momager. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't sound right. It has to be the American. It really does. Like Like the trashy American Valley accent. Yeah. But no, no, no. Get on 90 Day Fiance. Okay, great. New episode title. Josh is going on 90 Day Fiance. We love to see it. But wait, 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 really quickly, do you remember, like, your siblings, um, like, Timongs? No. <laughs> I'm sure, like, my mom has told me, I just can't remember. Yeah, because it wasn't ingrained into his childhood trauma like it was for me. That makes sense. <laughs> Listen, at least you have one, Lena. Literally, so I, when I first found out about them, because I watched a freaking drama, like, I wish my, like, parents had taught me about, like, all these Korean folktales or whatever, but I watched it, and then I was like, yo, ma, like, I just learned about this thing, like, what was my Timong? And she's like... I don't remember. And I remember this exact situation happening when I asked her what time I was born because I was trying to figure out my birth chart on CoStar. And she was like, I don't remember. And I was like, and I was like, well, do you remember like, not like my sisters or my brother? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. and you remember what time they were born too? So I'm just going to leave that middle child angst there. But I, could, I can't tell you about mine. After a while, I think she like fabricated memories. She's like, I think it might have been a piece, but like I don't know. And I was like, okay. But my sister's <laughs> was she was she was like, I remember I saw a Florida orange, and I was like, it fully could have just been a regular orange. And she's like, no, 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 this one was a Florida orange, and that's why we had to immigrate to the U.S. And I was like, because you saw a Florida orange, like there's like no correlation. Wow. And then I was like, okay, do you remember my brothers? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know how his head is like really big. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, his head is so big. And she's like, I saw a watermelon, and that's when I knew it was going to be, like, a rough birth. And I was like, okay, nice, nice. But, yeah, I wish I, I wish she knew mine for sure. Because she was, like, literally, like, days later, she's like, I think it might have been a peach. And I was like, you think? You think I might have been born at 3 p.m.? Like, you think it might have been a peach? But, like, okay. That's okay. I relate to the birth thing. My mom does not remember what time I was born. She changes the story every single time. Like, one time she was like, oh, it's 2 a.m. And, like, one time she was like, oh, it's in the afternoon. So it was, like, pretty okay. And she remembers everything about my sister. And I'm like, literally, I under, <laughs> oh, on an emotional side, I know, I understand. I understand. Oh, my God. It's fine. It's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> okay. Lena giving off middle child energy despite not being a middle child. Okay. So Mona just found out what the pig dream meant. So Mona, do you want to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I feel like I've had, like, a... I've heard the term, like, twitchikum before, but it's just, like, the term, like, pig dream. And if a pig appears in your dream, it means, like, you're going to have good luck. I definitely feel like my mom has told me before that, like, 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 twitchikums are, like, good things. So, yeah, Lena, look at you, thriving, good luck, wealth. Mm. Since in the past, only rich people could eat pork, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Notice that... It's framed as, like, the pig symbolizes wealth and luck. But, like, I was the pig, so, like, I feel objectified in that sense. Like, it doesn't mean that the wealth and luck will You come are to bringing me. the wealth and <laughs> luck to your... Okay, maybe we all need to just go to, like, Carousel 6, like, claim this baggage, unpack it real quick, because there's a lot going on right here, Lena. Like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> It's okay, when you when Mona texted us that this was her like fact, it just brought up a lot of stuff. <laughs> Lena had like war flashbacks. Kidding, kidding. But yeah, I'm pretty optimistic about your life. <laughs> I'm yeah, I am too. 
Well, thank you. Yeah. Just focus on the good bits, like good luck and wealth. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess we'll find out what the koala means. I don't know. Yeah, I think we'd have to look into yeah. that. Maybe they've adapted the Korean superstitions these days to like keep up with the world. <laughs> oh my god, like the tor tor chanchi or whatever, like what you what you grab has changed. Yeah. Oh, during the like tor chanchi. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, it used to be like I remember when I did it. It was just like pe- pencil money or whatever but then when my younger cousin did it she fully had like a computer mouse oh. and like a microphone i was like this yes. is new i did not do that when i was one okay like you're gonna choose your major at one years old yeah 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 literally i think she went for the computer mouse and everyone's like oh, she's gonna be a scientist and i was like she's one years old y'all like we need to calm down this is not okay yeah i mean we say that as a joke but the i i think you guys saw this like there was a thing on subtle asian traits where a lady like did it with pokemon cards or something um, the Torizanti, like, tradition, and then, oh my god, uh, she was, like, my child, <laughs> she was explaining the, and I think she picked Bulbasaur, I don't know what that means, but Josh oh, looks kind oh, of scandalized, oh my god, so does that mean oh. she's gonna grow up as, like, a grass type, <laughs> literally just means that she's gonna be a loser, because no one ever chooses Bulbasaur, literally, there was, like, a post on Reddit, that so was, true. it was, like, a viral post on Reddit, and it was, like, people who chose Bulbasaur growing up, where are you now? <laughs> Damn. And then everyone in the comments was trolling, like, oh, probably, like, not successful, like, probably freaking, like, dweebs, like, they're doing nothing, because no one chooses Bulbasaur. No one. No one. Yeah, keep keep attacking yeah. this, like, one-year-old child. But anyway, <laughs> so the Korean mom was, like, explaining it for context. She was being like, oh, in Korea, like, we have this um, ceremony, blah, blah, blah. And then all the white people pressed in the comments, like, being like, this is sick. Like, how could you assign a career to a child who's only oh. one years old? And I was like... Um, Miss oh, a Woman, like, I am, like, like <laughs> I just have a pencil, but it doesn't mean that I'm gonna be, like, like a, I don't know what, uh, what's I thought pen- it was just studious, because I picked a pencil, too. Yeah, yeah, like, I think it's, like, studious, or, like, some right? people assign it to, like, yeah. art, but anyway, I was, like, it's just a fun thing that people do, like, at least we're not out here, like, freaking starting fires in California because you want to announce the gender of your baby to everyone like I was Every like conversation wow. for Lena it's like a flow chart and then at the very bottom what everything ends up to is just like calling white people out on the shit they do like it's like in the flow chart of Lena's <laughs> conversation choices but no I agree with you wait but now I also want to know what Josh picked because me and Lena picked pencils two out of three is this a possible three out of three I don't know I like this wasn't in our Google, like, in our group chat, <laughs> so I don't remember. But don't you know, um, any, sir, ask your mother. No, I'm, like, sure I did. I just can't, like, re- remember off the top of my head. I think I picked up a pencil, like, vaguely. I'm, like, pretty sure. I, I like, don't recall picking up anything else. So it must have been the pencil. Yeah, I will okay, say it makes sense. there it makes is sense. a higher proportion of Korean people at Harvard that I've heard who say they picked a pencil. So I don't know. I don't want to make Confirmation any correlation okay. like the idea, but... <laughs> Could be, could be a self fulfilling problem. I believe it, dude. I believe it. I believe it. I remember every time I asked my mom about my ceremony or whatever, she'd be like upset. She'd be like, "You bitch." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "I can't believe that I deliberately pushed the money to you several times. I put it in front of you, and the, like everything else was so far away, and you reached for the pencil." She was like, "Your sister already grabbed the pencil. We already held down that front. Like you couldn't grab the money." And I was like. And then I witnessed my brothers, and I remember her, like, waving the money and putting it down, and he grabbed the pencil first, and then the money, and she was like... (laughs) So, yeah. I wish I grabbed the money, too, Mom. I wish I grabbed the money, too. Don't we all? On that note, we can probably take a break, and then when we come back, we can talk about my fact. 
And we're back. So, Lena, what's your like fun fact, misconception, you know, argue moment for Korea? So, something that I recently <laughs> discovered is that Train to Busan 2, which is called Pando or Peninsula, is really bad. And it made me super sad, you guys. Because, like, so, who, wait, I know Mona hasn't watched it. Josh, have you watched Train to Busan? Okay. No, I've watched it. It sounded scary, right? Yeah, it's a zombie yeah, movie. zombies and stuff. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I love zombie Hard movies. Cast. I can't handle most horror, but I really like zombie movies for some reason. Um, but huh. that is like a fact that is like I guess I'll keep that in my mind somewhere. But I'm a little bit bothered by it. But like, sure, that can live in my mind like free. Like, okay. Yeah, that's like if you go on a date and your date is like, I just love zombie movies. You're like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and split the check right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and split the check right now. That's such a good line. Thank you. But yeah. Anyway, I know it's like kind of weird, but like that kind of cathartic i want to say um but anyway so the pre- the premise of train to Busan is like something goes wrong at a chemical plant i think and it starts a zombie outbreak and it's a father and his daughter who are kind of estranged um and they're traveling from Seoul to Busan to like meet the the um divorced uh, mother and the since the outbreak has started like the there are like cases on the train so it's about like moving through the cars carts train carriages, carriages to like safety so it's like very tense um well shot well made but it's also really like poignant in that there are some genuine there are people who show like the worst of humanity but also the best of humanity so it's kind of a mm. character study as much as it is a horror movie okay thesis wow okay okay spark note analysis <laughs> i'm ready to read this like east asian cinema essay oh my god memorandum <laughs> confidence in your thesis <laughs> i worry that i made it seem obnoxious now but it's a good movie it's a genuinely good movie and it won heaps of awards and got heaps of recognition mm-hmm. so there was a lot of hype around the second movie mm-hmm. but it came out i think this year so corona kind of disrupted the release a little bit wait for <laughs> trade to busan 2 or what um two 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 yeah peninsula so i watched it with my fam sorry peninsula has like nothing to do with the train to busan is it is it like a yeah so this is this is the thing so this is how it starts <laughs> and in the first 10 minutes i was already like oh lord we're in for a bad movie wow so the premise is that the zombie outbreak in train to busan has like spread because in the first movie busan is supposed to be like a safe zone and it, it's shown to be because like it's like gotten like barricaded by the military and stuff like that but by the second movie um, it's spread everywhere, and effectively, it starts with, like, a, an American newsreader being, like, the outbreak, um, started in Korea, and now it's, like, the whole peninsula is quarantined, and, like, no one can go in or out, so Korea is this wasteland where everyone's a zombie, and every other place is fine, so the premise is that, like, there's a soldier who escaped from Korea with his family, but his whole family got, like, turned into zombies on the boat while they were escaping to Hong Kong. And so he's been in Hong Kong for a couple of years, and he's, like, hired by, like, some gangsters to go and retrieve money from South Korea, because obviously, like, currency is pointless there, but if you can get get in and out with, like, a bunch of banknotes, banknotes or, like, jewels or whatever, then you can be rich. So it's, like, a team of people who go in to, like, retrieve this truck of stashed 
American dollars. So you can already see wow. I was sitting there being like, uh. <laughs> this is not like the first one. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool, but uh, changing my opinions as we speak. <laughs> Live updating. Um, and it was just so awful. Like, it turned out to be just a super meaningless action flick where mm. none of the decisions that the characters made made any sense and there was like no complexity so like i'll tell you guys some bits that i genuinely made me be like wtf and then see how you react so okay <laughs> on the peninsula um there's most people are zombies but there's like a couple of survivors and one of them is it's a military base that went wait sorry in how do they transfer the disease is it like the typical like biting or yeah, is it biting. Like, different Okay. And, like, transfer of blood, I guess. So, there was a military base that, like, went in there originally to help the refugees of the outbreak, but they it, like, broke down due to, like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, the fact that I don't even, I can't even say why it did. But they basically, the soldiers ended up becoming just, like, lawless gangsters who go out and, like, hunt zombies for sport and, like, just, like, live hedonistic lifestyles in this very like mad max era world and one of the things they do is like they bring in survivors and they make them fight zombies for like 10 minutes in a pit so it's like very like gladiator-ish and i was watching it being like i was gonna say i definitely don't watch that i kind of want to watch that i'm not gonna lie (laughs) that kind of sounds cool if i say it like that it seems kind of like oh that's cool like "Mm, that's interesting and it does I look anyways anyways (laughs) but if you actually watch it you realize that the director did not do any critical thinking and he just like was like what's the coolest most metal concept i can think of oh i'll make humans hunt other humans for sport and it's just everything is done for the the shock value and the visual payoff rather than like Mm. any like thinking about what characters are motivated by, etc, etc. Like, my it mom also sounds was like, like... there's so many plot holes. Yeah. Like, why can't you, like, cure... Like, is there a reason why you can't cure the people? Like... And just the whole thing about, like, why are they doing what they're doing? Like, it just makes yeah. no sense to me. And so yeah. my mom was trying to save it, and she was like, no, 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 this is Train was on 2. Like, it has to be good. Like, <laughs> no! maybe it's commentary on, like, because since they're, like, um, they used to be a military base, like, maybe it's commentary on, like, toxic masculinity and what, a, uh, like, a heavily um, kind of almost, like, I want to say militarized, but not quite, like, country like South Korea, where every man has to do military service, like, maybe it's a commentary on that, and, like, what it does to oh human my gosh. nature, and I was like, oh, we mom. really just, <laughs> your mom is getting exercised, <laughs> jumping to these conclusions, girl, because, like, that was kind of a stretch. Anyway, so the gist is just that it really let me down, and I was really sad. Yeah, it's also so, like, wow. loosely relevant to the first film. Like, the only thing that carries yeah, out yeah, is that people yeah, are Yeah, literally, yeah. Because they just have been another yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It really 100%. just sounded like they were, like, clout riding, yeah, the like, the success of the first movie, but there was, like, no correlation. <laughs> like, 
Also, were the father and daughter, like, did they carry over? Is this just, like, not relevant? Not at all. Not a single mention. So not even a callback. They're, like, least important characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, like, literally when your least favorite character gets a spinoff. Yeah, like, maybe, in a, like, in a series. zombie number 54, um, the extra who played it, like, carried over to the second Zombie <laughs> number 54, he's like, yes! <laughs> oh. And it got real, like, fast and furious. Like, I, I would oh. say, like, 10% of the movie I've is, like, girls who furious. drives cars well. Oh. Okay. <sighs> so, yeah. Did it get a lot of critical acclaim okay. in Korea? Did it, like, win awards and, like, did people like it? Or is this... No? Not at all. <laughs> like, Oof. I was... That's rough. Oh, my God. Wait, actually, I was looking at this review and you know how... You know how... Have you guys watched Ratatouille? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know when um, Ego is talking about he's like giving his review at the end, and he's saying like bad reviews are fun to write and fun to read. So I was I was so frustrated about this movie that I went on a rampage and I was just like watching, uh, reading all the really bad reviews about it. <laughs> <laughs> there are some like, okay, here we go. Wait, this is a review from IndieWire by David Ehrlich. Oh. He says that Peninsula is just another two hours of screaming at all the self-sabotage you see on your TV. <laughs> oh my god. Dang. Lena, I feel like I would love to read a review that you would write. I feel like you'd roast I love movie. writing bad I feel reviews. like it'd be so funny though. Like I'd love to read it. It's just white people colonizing Asian film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% like just be talking about that all the time. Yeah, injecting Hollywood into classic Korean horror. <laughs> That's literally what I said. Like, I was watching the movie and being like, this is just a Hollywood movie that was translated, like, Google translated into Korean. Like, it's, like, so Oof. bad. Wow. And I think I, that segment just ended up being me ranting, but I would have it no other way. So we're going to take another break, and when we get back, we'll go to Josh's fact. And we're back. Yeah, there was something that I wanted to add just at the end of last segment, which is about, like, on the theme of bad sequels on Train to Busan 1 and Train to Busan 2, which is, like, the Home Alone series. So everyone, like, knows and loves Home Alone 1 and 2, which has, like, Macaulay Culkin, I think, and, you know, is, like, lovable Kevin and whatnot. But then they made, like, Home Alone 3 with, like, a whole different cast. And they made Home Alone 4 with a completely different cast altogether again. And there's, like, Home Alone, the holiday <laughs> heist. This is, like, number five with another different cast. And it's, like, insane. And then they're, like, all trash. <laughs> and they're all trash. I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah. Wait, I'm looking it up. I did not know that there was a Home Alone 5. But I definitely have seen Home Alone 4. Yeah, I don't know. Home Alone 3 and 4. Wow. Home Alone 3 looks like the rough yeah, middle child. I, I think they're just trying to write off the fame. I just can't believe that no one was like, let's stop. And they were like, no, four and five, let's go. Yeah. And they like, like redid the entire cast again. They were like, like, kid, you're not working out. It's like, you get a new kid. And they just like, kept experimenting. <laughs> Damn. And surely it cannot be the same premise each time. Like, does the kid get left behind no, each time? No, it definitely time? Each time. It's the same thing. Just with like, different pranks. <laughs> and a different kid. Well, that disturbs me to my core but anyway josh what's something that brought you pain disappointment and or surprise this week yeah so i think 
so this is something that probably like irks like every Korean and probably disturbs like every person who's trying to learn Korean, which is the like English and Korean like never match up. So like the romanization of Korean never match up. Uh, and it's also just like inconsistent because there's been like multiple versions of romanization. Uh, and also just like Asian languages have like different sounds and, and tones and things like that. So like, I understand it's like difficult to translate, but it's just like wrong and inconsistent so many times. So I just wanted to kind of rant about that. For example, there's like, like the classic one is like mukbang versus like mukbang. Like, you know, they're like, ah. like, which has been like really trendy these days. And like everyone's saying like, oh, did you watch mukbang? <laughs> Yeah. I say mukbang, like, but ironically, 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 ironically. I think that's okay then. But now I won't. Because you're like asserting power over the romanization system. Yeah, mukbang. <laughs> but do you have any other like romanizations that go horribly wrong? That just like irks you? I feel like it's just it. people's names, bro. Especially like when people talk about like K pop. It's just weird when they try to switch to a Korean accent, like, for the names, like, for the Korean words, but it's, like, no, but then, like, everything else was in, like, English, so they're, like, and they also say the name wrong, so they'll be, like, yeah, like, in Bangtang, Sonyeondan, and I'm, like, oh, oh, and they're, like, really hard, like, I don't know, I feel like it's just all the names, you know what I mean, like, lost in translation or like you know how like the last name comes before the first name and like people don't understand that so they think like the last oh, name is the first yeah. name yeah well like i think so is something that annoys me a lot because so is often <laughs> romanized to seo so people always pronounce it like co or, or like uh, i don't know um like a horse yeah. for instance would be like horse or something like that right Siok. <laughs> and it's just like Siok. so wrong <laughs> Yeah, and even my surname, like Cho, mm-hmm. like I talk about this a lot with my parents, it's impossible to yeah. romanize because it's not, like the tiot is like the perfect mix between a J sound and a CH sound. So for like non-Korean speakers, it's like really hard to get that cadence right. And then even to say, oh, <laughs> is like yeah. really hard for people. Like um, people who have the surname no i've seen it uh, see i'm saying it now like they spell it as n-o-h mm. so in a desperate last ditch attempt to like get people to pronounce it as no but you know people are still gonna be like no Cho. <laughs> so i've given up but i've started a renaissance oh where a renaissance i like go out of my way to kind of tell people that like the you know like wang mm-hmm. and like kang mm-hmm. those for some reason are the most grating to me like I, when someone is like kang like, I'm like, it's an ah. And this is how I <laughs> always pronounce Korean people's last names. Like, I didn't even know that your last name was Joel, bro. Like, I thought it was Cho fully. I'm not even like. Wait, you thought my surname was Cho? I thought it was a. Yeah, I thought it was a. the I don't know the letter in Korean, but it's the Jio, but with oh, a like little a line on top of it, like the CH. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, it's. And so in America, I've seen people with like maybe J O H, which I think is the best solution for Cho, but it's still like not perfect. Yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get people to say, like, you know, it's Wang, Yang, Kang. Yeah. But it's also kind of, like, a damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. Because I remember um, I had a teacher in high school, and she was an English teacher, but she was, like, convinced she was some sort of Mandarin <laughs> goddess. And, like, every time she was reading out students' names, I should be like, oh, like, 
Stephanie Wong. <laughs> and she'd, like, so obnoxiously be like, I know, it's Wong. And everyone would make fun of her for it. So, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Oh, yeah, it's, like, hard. I think sometimes you just have to choose to sacrifice your own name. But, like, this kind of reminds me of my dad. Because on his Facebook, he spells his last name, like, B-A-C-H, like, Bach, like, the musician. Because he just likes, like, you know, like, instead of Park, it's literally, like, Bach, like, whatever in Korean. Oh, yeah, it's actually more similar than Park is. Yeah. But then when, because we, like, own a restaurant or whatever, like, <laughs> when he talks to customers, they're like, yo, man, like, what's your name? He's like, oh, it's, like, thank you with an S, so, like, thank you. But his name is, like, fully, like, Sangyu, but it's, like, oh, Sangyu, <laughs> and it's just, like, that's, like, I think I mean, there's, like, power in choosing to, like, romanize your name. Although, like, you shouldn't change, like, the way you're meant to be called just so it can fit better in, like, some white person's mouth, but okay. <laughs> Back to white people. I know, Lena's rubbing off on me. <laughs> But you guys, like, you don't know how long I went by Hyren. Hyren? Because, because oh, you know how my name is Hedin? So it's He. Like, it's the... A yogi. Yeah. Um, and also, all Korean people will know that. I would just start calling you Hyren. Um, but when I spell it in English, like, because it's a very specific sound, um, we change it to H-Y-E. And so every English speaker is like, hi, Ryan. And they had this obnoxious, another English teacher, by the way, we're seeing a trend, who would always be like, oh, oh hi, hi. And I'd be like, you're freaking hilarious, sir. <laughs> like, this oh, episode is like childhood trauma that's like sort of tied to cultural identity. Yeah. Or just like the hyphen sometimes within the name, which like sometimes help, but like not everyone does it. And it's like inconsistent. Or like sometimes people will put a space and they'll think like, the second half of your name is like your middle name, which like it isn't. So they would oh, just call you yeah. by like head, for instance, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because oh. literally, my mom's name is like Heeju, mm-hmm. but they'll just be like, "Hey, he," and yeah. she's like, <laughs> "Are you gonna finish <laughs> That's your sentence?" Not my name. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I mean, kind of sad that my Korean name not like isn't like my legal name, but whatever. It's my. Because they did the whole, like, Korean name with my sister. And they all are like, Nah Park, because there's a space. Or they're like, Nehuen. And it's like, Dahyun. And we're like, ma'am. Yeah, so. Or just like, Korean C's also. Just like, Jeju used to be like, C-H-E-C-H-U, I think. Or something like that. And I mean, which is the same thing with Cho, right? Like, Cho, or whatever. And then, I'm just confusing. Or like, Pusan and like, P and B. Like, Oh, Pusan. Oh, sorry. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I think, like, the other way, to be like to be fair, also sometimes gets it wrong. Um, like, 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 Koreanizing English. But I think that's less bad. Because, like, you can't necessarily fulfill that. And it doesn't, like, shift as much. Oh, wait, like, like copy instead of, like, coffee? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you mean? And uh... I think Korean it just has, like, more vowels. So it's, like, more nuanced. And can accommodate the different like versions of A or A or whatever. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, linguistics one one. <laughs> we see you. I was just gonna so. say on the note of Koreanifying other things, one thing that I always found hilarious growing up is like sometimes Korean pronunciation of <gasps> words that are not English is like more accurate than the Anglified version. So like I'm talking I grew up um reading like you know there's like greek myth comic books i think every korean child has seen them so i like grew up reading them oh yeah and so i was pronouncing all the greek names the way that they should be pronounced in the greek 
And then I go to school and everyone was like, what is that? Like, and they were saying what all the anglified versions. So I was like, that, that was just ironic to me. <laughs> oh my God. Korean Greek myth. Y'all, I didn't even know. Like, I yeah. knew what you were talking about without even knowing what you were yes. talking about. Like, I haven't even read this, but it is in my house. That is so <laughs> funny. So, you need to post this yeah. on SKT. Be like, yo, who knows what this is? Yeah, who remembers? So good. Do you guys have this one too? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. Baba tons of Every Korean kid. Before you posted the link, I knew what it was. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> You guys, you guys, I had the Babob Tanzaman, like, Nintendo game. Is it good? What is it about? <laughs> I literally always thought it was, like, Korean Dragon Ball, so I was like, oh, this looks lame. And then I'd always watch, like, Dragon Ball instead. Oh. It's, to teach, uh, it's to teach kids Hanta. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, wow. like, in the game, you have to, like, ride it out, and then you can, like, that's how you fight. Like, it's like Pokemon, but with, like, Hanta. Again, Lena, we should have met in the same class if you, like, already could, one, read these books that I could not. <laughs> and two, like, play in a Hanta game. Okay, whatever, we see you. <laughs> that was when I was, like, six. And they made, like, a TV show about them. So I used to watch them a bunch. Like, animation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, what was I doing with Bororo and friends? Like... <laughs> Bororo was also great. Wait, wait, did you guys ever watch, um, wait, I think it was called, like, Bopopo or something? I don't feel like I oh, haven't. The, like, <gasps> yeah, 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 wait, yeah. Yeah, Big Orange Guy. Yeah, Big Orange Guy. Do you remember that one, like, rock lady who would be like, wait, go away, go away, go away, go away, do you remember what I'm talking about, or no? She was like, go away. Oh my god, stop. Or there was, like, the, it was, like, the, vil- I feel, like, so stupid saying the names now, but there was, like, Chika Puka, and he was, like, the, the toothbrush <laughs> Superhero, yo! I swear this is all a bubble bowl, bro. Like, did you not? Wait, 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 wait! It was all on the same VCR as like bubble bowl, right? Like, yeah, there was like yeah. the tree that sang like ABCs, and then there was like the bugs, and then there was like Chika Puka, like the hero who brushed. He was like he was like a toothbrush hero, and then the villain was like plaque or something. Did you guys not watch this? No. Something I think about is that behind all these like mask and mascot costumes is like a man or like a fully grown person <laughs> and just like putting on a high pitched voice and like oh oh yeah, rip <laughs> wait i am trying to find that woman i'm so sorry i have not met anyone who knows what i'm talking about and i'll think i'm crazy but i swear there's like Maybe there's it was like a, a dream. hero <laughs> no it wasn't a dream because my sister and i talk about it. we remember the songs Maybe in like twenty years time they'll make a, like a reply two thousand and five and then it'll all come back. <laughs> <laughs> reply two thousand and five. I love that. I would start guys, we would have to star in that if that came out. And as parents though. As parents. Yeah. Well folks, I think we're reaching the end of our time. Um it's been a wild ride. I personally I love the fact that we're back for season two. Um, thank you for bringing all your facts to the table. And rest assured, we'll be back next week with some more Igle-worthy content, so stay tuned. Yeah, so on that note, thank you guys so much. If you were here since season one, thank you for sticking around until season two. And if you're new here, we hope that you will stick around as well. And be sure to follow us um, at Podcast on Instagram. You can email us at igupodcast at gmail.com if you want to. And finally, it really helps us out if you would leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast Store. That's like the one way you can help us out besides listening and um, otherwise, see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Hear you in the next one.